Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 105 of the Party Invite podcast. This is a video podcast, a vodcast, if you will, that comes in two parts. Uh, one part with uh, three of us and Chris when he's available, talking about what we've been playing, followed by a uh, party topic. We got a nice short and sweet one tonight. Uh, and then a game stream. Uh, all of that. Uh, you can, of course, always find the VOD. Uh, the podcast on YouTube, but the game stream lives on Twitch. Twitch is the best place to really uh, uh, join us, hang out with us, uh, you know, experience our content and all that stuff. Um, but my name is Tegan, uh, your host for tonight. Over here we have Vilos. That's me. It's an editor in chief right there, and Sovereign Sid, streamer extraordinaire. <laughs> Uh, so the three of us uh, are your party leaders tonight. Uh, in order to give you, you know, to kick things off with something that made us smile, let's go straight into Blissin' Up. Something in uh, gaming or non-gaming that made us smile this week. Something that really got us uh, going. Um, you know, Chris isn't here, and I'll just say this uh, real nice and quick because he would want to talk about it. The Last of Us finale just happened. Uh, show's good, everybody. It's good stuff. Um yeah, I don't know what else to say, but uh, I am excited that a lot of people who don't game at all have had a chance to experience this story. I've been able to talk to coworkers who don't play a single video game who are excited to talk about that show. Um, so the, the season just ended. I There wasn't an episode I didn't think was good. And uh, yeah, if you have an opportunity to check it out on HBO, go check it out. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm really pleasantly surprised, you know, because I was one of the the voices that was just like, Ugh, if you want to just watch the or you know watch the game, just you know watch the game. But they did such a good job with this adaptation. I am so glad that I decided to give it a chance because oh my gosh, I'm like way on the other side of the please watch this on HBO Max fence now. Like I'm I'm in it. I got property. I have a house. <laughs> it's all bunkered up with you know conspiracy magazines and beer. <laughs> you invested your money into Pedro personally. Yeah. Right. It's year of the Pedro uh, right now, 2023. Uh, so, yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, the, the other thing I would talk about is uh, spring is right around the corner. We're about a week away from the official beginning of spring, and I am thrilled about it. Uh, colors are starting to pop up. I went on a walk this morning, and we saw just a few flowers showing their colors. Um, starting to get warm, but there's, there's sun out, and because daylight savings happened so we're in you know daylight time i guess um yeah it's uh the sun's actually out right now uh when we're streaming and it will be i mean for a while for me i guess so excited about that sunlight's cool you know not being in the dark all the time is pretty cool so uh how about you guys what's good uh violus says nothing violus doesn't smile violus i know that nothing is not the real answer to this, but I understand we're streaming. You know, you got to keep things to yourself. Um, <laughs> you know, no, I, I actually had a pretty shit weekend, so yeah, no. Ah, uh, oh, well, well, we'll t I'll ask you about that later, but uh, you know, um, it's us. We make you smile. Ta -da. Yeah, <laughs> Ta -da. Um, yeah. We uh, let's see. Well, Sav, uh, what's up? You, you say here. Uh, oh yeah, it was uh, it's Pi Day this week, huh? I saw. Yeah. Okay. Saw. So first of all, we were speaking about Chris, right? And, um, you know, we're, he's not going to be here for this pod. Um, but I want to assure y'all that he is real because after the two years that I have been on this pod, since he's approached me to be a part of this, you know, this lovely podcast here, I've never met him once in real life. I've never seen him. I, I'm pretty sure he was like AI generated this whole time. <laughs> and like, this I actually met mind. him. 
uh, Tegan, if you want, um, you could pull up that picture um, sure. in the Discord. I know this is kind of like a thing, but we got a picture together um, at his establishment, which I will not dox, even though I'm pretty sure it's been said before. Oh, you um, could say Chris works at the ship in Kansas City. He talks about it all the time. No, I'm, I'm just saying it. Okay. No, he, no, no, it's fine. He's very <laughs> open about it, and he would love to talk about it. So, you know, if he was here, he'd just say the same thing. Um, that's where, uh, that's where, or he was the one who booked Megaran when he came yeah. into, uh, uh, Kansas City. So yeah, Chris is, that's Chris where, is not shy. I'm at that show. Um, and, and get this, we had shots together. It was like a big old moment. Wow. It, it doesn't was, get so any better. You were wearing your fireball shirt, shirt, weren't you? Uh, I guess I can Oh yeah, find... yeah, yeah. I think I posted it in general. Yeah, yeah, I see it here. Uh. Yeah, I'll get this up here in a second, but I'm excited for you guys. Yeah, I, when I reread, I was like, oh, wow. I knew that all four of us had never, still have never been in the same room at the same time together, but I didn't realize that you guys, that you two hadn't met at all in person. Nope. <laughs> uh, especially because you two know, like, you two know a lot of people in Kansas City. So the fact that you guys hadn't been in the same room together, I'm like, what's happening? It's, it's a secret. We're, we're the same person. It's like round my half, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna just touch them some hot spring water, and bam, here I am. And then I touch cold spring water, and oh, it's Chris now. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so there's a lovely picture. Look at you it's two. So if I could get it bigger, I would, but uh, not on the fly. Discord doesn't cooperate. But uh, yeah, happy for you guys. So exciting. Those are real reasons to smile. It is. It is. And you know what? I say this a lot about people that I haven't met before, but I thought I'd be taller. I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just taller than I think I am. It's like two inches taller than me, something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm. I think I'm two inches taller than you, Vilos. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about me. Okay, not Chris. I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, so no, okay. Chris, Chris is Chris is about two inches taller than me. But he's taller than I am. Wow, what a conundrum! This is crazy. <laughs> We're gonna have. This is, this is one of those real life math problems. <laughs> <laughs> if he is two inches taller than him, and you are. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I'll have to get a pen and paper for this one. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I'm really excited for you guys. Um, yeah, pie day uh, was a success for us, too. We went out and, you know, had pie. Uh, hey. It's very good. In fact, we had pie over last weekend and pie on Tuesday, so we're really living the good life. It's uh, it's wonderful. Well, yeah. great. Uh, chat, if you have stuff that made you smile over the past week, uh, let us know in chat or on our socials, Discord, Twitter, all that good stuff. You can find links to everything on our website, which is Invite dot games uh but let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show let's talk about what we've been playing sav you probably got the most in-depth uh revisiting a classic a sav classic uh do you want to start with yours yeah so i've been playing spelunky too <laughs> well <laughs> this is like just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> years ago I, I had a podcast with uh, cam koenig and i swear that i talked about apex legends like 20 episodes in a row i think he was gonna throttle me um oops actually the, the time that you had me as a guest on that podcast you still talked about apex legends <laughs> i'm sure i did i talked about it literally every uh episode i think Ugh. whoops well you live and you learn you know you uh I don't know. Did you learn though? <laughs> uh, a little, you know, uh, maybe. Um, I just don't don't ask me to use what I've learned on the test. Um, I don't want to, you know. Don't give me the test. Yeah, it's not multiple choice this time. Oh crap! Uh oh. Well, now I'm out of luck. Uh, well, Sav, you've been playing uh, DKO. Yeah, some Divine Knockout. Um, they have just actually released a new god, Loki. So, um, if you have been listening in the past, you will know that um, I've been talking about how 
they were talking up the norsitude of the next, like the whole next patch. So they released a new map and new god, everything. And people were speculating um, a lot that it was going to be either Loki or Fenrir or like the sun and moon gods who are not Fenrir. But no, it turned out to be Loki. And he actually plays like really, really cool, like right up my alley. He's very assassiny, very stealthy. Um, and the character that I play, Izanami, uh, is the same way. You know, she's very rushed down. She can go invisible. She's very, I will kill you at high percentages and whatnot. And that's Loki. So I was just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna have a pocket Loki. I think Loki might be my new main. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. His kid is just so cool. And he has something in his invisibility that she doesn't, in which that he can dodge while he's invisible because it's a part of his ability that isn't his movement. Um, whereas hers is a part of her movement ability. So if she dodges, she is revealed. So he's really, he's really cunning, really tricky. Um, his kit is, he's got like all these acrobatics and like deceptivery going on. He can poison people. I'm putting a lot of work in the softenery today. Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's, it's packing in there. You know, it's about, we get in there. Glossary. (laughs) Uh, but no, like his kit works really well together. He can like leap in and out of battle. When he does his leap, his aerial moves become empowered. So whichever you decide to um, approach your enemy with, it'll be the like a, a power move with extra knockback and damage. Really good finisher, but you also leave yourself vulnerable because that is your movement ability. So if you decide to use it to finish someone off stage, you might struggle to get back. So a little bit of balance there um, as far as decision making. Um, your first hit out of stealth is a poisonous hit. So it adds poison to the first character that has any kind of like damage over time. Um, although Soul can burn people with her fire pools. They have to be standing actively in the fire pools to get that damage over time. But this is a status that Loki himself can actually inflict on a character. And um, there are different talents that you can equip to his build to make that poison either last longer or reset under cer- uh, certain circumstances. What are those so, circumstances? Uh, I believe that if you hit someone while they are dazed by his dagger, it can reset the poison. And then um, there are the perks that oh, you can, wow. like the, the, the lesser pe- the lesser blessings that you can do to extend that poison. I uh, so on this in in this map that you're showing, that we're showing, it's a huge tidal wave that went across the whole map. I mean, the other one had the bell, uh, in the middle, and there was right. another one that had a, uh, some sort of environmental thing. I can't remember what it was, but um, but it was obviously like you know special to that level. But that tidal wave that just went across the yeah, it's huge. <laughs> that's massive. That's, yeah, uh, that's our friend Gil. That's our friend Gil, the Umibozu. Gil. Well, Gil reminds me of uh, the episode of Smash where the whole, you know, the Brinstar or, or the other one, uh, where the lava completely covers the screen and you've got to, you know, like go to the one safe spot in Brawl. Is it Brinstar or Brinstar Deaths? No, okay, that's neither. It's Norfair. I don't think it's Br- Norfair, yeah. It's Norfair. Uh, yeah, it reminds me of that because, like, most of the level seems, you know, to be in danger for a moment. Um I'm always a big fan of of uh, of stuff like that. Like in Smash, you know, you'd have your final destination, which is no items, you know, blank. There's no platforms. There's nothing and stuff. But I really like those those goofy maps. Of course, I was clearly not a like a really serious player, um, but I always just like that goofy stuff. Um, you know, because you can kind of uh, like trick people sort of into playing on your terms. Like if your terms are, I'm going to use the level, I'm going to knock you into this lava. Um, and they're trying to play like a serious player. Well, if they're not super good, then you can just cheese them. And, uh, you know, 
That's well, uh, that's one of the things about the hazards in this game, too, is that they cannot be turned off, even in, in customs, I don't think. Really? Um, but you can actually use them to your strategic advantage. Like, for instance, that tidal wave can stun people for, like, a really significant amount of time. So you can either knock them off stage into the wave, which will stun them, which means they can't recover and they'll fall to their doom. Or you could just, you know, knock them into the wave while they're on stage and then plan your attack from there. So... Um, a lot of the different, in fact, they just only added their final destination equivalent in the last patch. We haven't had one this whole time. Really? And that's only in, it's only in, um, 2v2 and 1v1s that it's present. Otherwise, um, we just have all of our environmental hazards and different biomes and whatnot. Um, but that is something, um, that I wanted to talk about too, is the biggest change that they made to DKO is that they removed the arcade modes entirely. So all of the fun, chaotic modes like oddball and, King of the Hill and all that was stuff. That's gone and replaced completely with 3v3 knockout now, which has been met with polarizing reception. I'd imagine. Understandably. Uh, because, I like I mean, dumb now... crap and you're going to take the dumb crap away? What is this? Well, Literally. the way that I see it is that like this is, those modes are what I used to like decompress from like the, you know, more competitive knockout modes, brawl modes and duel modes. Now it's just fighting. I mean, I know it's called Divine Knockout, but that's, that's the only reason I get on to play the game. However, they will be making it come back as limited time modes in the future. In fact, with this next patch, they're going to be releasing it as a limited time mode the following weekend of the update of the patch, um, which will feature um, new skins and new maps and a new event pass, actually. So the Norse etude <laughs> that I was describing earlier, the new map is going to be like a fiery furnace, kind of like forge sort of map. It's like, really, really pretty. Like when you say forge, you mean Halo Forge or like an anvil, like a, an actual forge, like the classic version? Like a forge, like a classic forge. Okay. You know, imagine where Mjolnir was, you know, made. I was going to say forge, but we've said that word a lot already. <laughs> <laughs> oh my you gosh. starting not to sound like a word. <laughs> I've, had to, I've had like several instances in my life lately where so, where I, I asked for a definition and the person uses the word in the definition. I'm just like, stop it. <laughs> I need I need other words. <laughs> now, if but, uh, I already have DKO, does is this does this cost? The event pass? No, actually, this first one's going to be free, and that was a big part of their announcement today. So, oh, cool! In light of all of the stuff that they've had to do, especially with all the big changes and stuff that have thrown people out of whack, um, they have decided to, I guess, through some kind of grace, uh, give us this first event pass for free, which I think is actually strategically good on their part too, because it allows people to have you know, mass access to it and so they can get the most feedback on it that they can. So um, it's only 20 tiers long, so it's not going to take forever to grind out. You know, like Halo's, what, 100 tiers or something like that? And even Overwatch reduced it to 80, but that's still a long time. Yeah. So 20, it gives everyone an opportunity to earn the rewards that they want without having to invest like a terribly significant amount of time in the game. Although without those arcade modes, you know, how much time are you actually going to spend in it? I don't know. So... Yeah, um, a lot of really cool stuff coming. There are some instant buy, uh, instant unlocks that you can get. Um, everything is Bifrost themed because like, you know, the whole Norse thing. So it, it's like a fire and ice sort of aesthetic going on. And the new skin for Amir just looks fantastic. In fact, I wish I had a picture of it that I could show you all right now. He's basically made of molten lava. He's like magma. And he's got this like flaming red beard and giant hammer instead of his normal club. And so of course I'm obviously in love with it because I've always said Amir is husband shaped. So, like, if you look like a mirror, you know, my DMs are open. <laughs> his, his name is Magmir in that skin, and it is just fantastic. Magmir. Wow. 
So those are all basically the new stuff coming to DKO. Like I said, we already have Loki. So over time, we're going to be seeing this event pass come out. Um, you can't keep an eye out on Twitch because actually, if you don't want to pay for the founder's edition of the game to get in that way, um, oftentimes they'll have it in the prime rotation. It just left the prime rotation, I think, last week. So unfortunately, I'm sorry. I actually just noticed it myself or I would have said something sooner. But um, also watch any of the DKO streams that like, I think they're still doing the drops through there. Or sometimes a partner, such as myself, a DK partner, to clarify, not a Twitch partner yet, um, will have keys to give away as well. So be sure to keep an eye out for those. Um, if you're watching a DK stream, look for DK partner in the title. And, um, you know, sometimes I'll have keys to give away. Just hang on and have fun. You know, it's cool. Even though they did change it and take out all the fun modes. But, you know, it's, it's neither here nor there, whatever. Yeah, they removed fun from the game in the last patch. That's a, that's a bummer. <laughs> um, well, that's exciting. Uh more DKO on the horizon for you? Do you think, you know, I ask you this pretty much every time. I, I feel like, uh, you know, do you think you'll play a lot over the next week or two? Or do you think it'll be short burst and you'll, you know, come back um, in the next big patch? You know, because this game's clearly been in your rotation for a little while. I just wonder if it's it's like, a, you know, do you play it more than one session a week? Or is it kind of a one-off uh, whenever you feel like it kind of thing? Well, you know, I kind of got a lot of it out of my system when I no-lifed it for like two straight months after TwitchCon. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then as a as a partner slash ambassador or whatever, obviously I do have to play it very often to, you know, keep my status as that. But I don't do it out of obligation. I actually genuinely have a lot of fun with this game. And I've had more fun with just the 3v3 knockout mode than I anticipated because I still am mad that they took out the arcade modes. I wish what they would have done was um, instead of the two choices at the end of a round, um, between the two, the next map and the next mode, have a third choice that's always knockout because the stage is always de decided by majority vote anyway. So if everybody votes for knockout, it's automatically going to choose knockout. But then the people that want to play other modes will still have that choice. And then, you know, whether it's four knockout, five knockout, and then the one other mode, there's still a chance for them to be able to play that mode and keep it in rotation. And that way they won't divide their player base when the limited time modes come out because then what's going to happen is all the people that want those arcade modes are going to go over and play those arcade modes and then that'll slash the knockout player base in half during the duration of that event hear that what are the modes uh there's obviously knockout so are the other ones like hp based no i mean it's the same prince like the same premise except for there's objectives in it so there's oddball king of the hill um more is the coin blitz still more <laughs> thank you coin blitz coin blitz that's another one i forgot uh yes it's still in there it will be when it comes back yes nice well cool uh well yeah divine knockout seems pretty dope um how much is that you that's on the epic game store question mark it's on epic and steam and you can get in um i think the default the default actually i have the page up right now i could just tell you so the default one which is a founder's pack is $24.99. It comes with the full game and um, the, the four gods at release. And then there's four more on top of that. And then some skins and, you know, cosmetics and stuff. And then there's the $49.99 one, which is the ultimate one, which comes with the full games and eight gods. And then four um, god tokens as well. So they can unlock other gods that have been, because I think we're up to 12 now. Um, and then some cosmetics and stuff. Or if you don't feel, I mean, if you're trying to be more fiscally responsible like I am and failing, then you can... Um, get the new one that they just released, which is the Starters Edition. And that's $10.99, and it comes with game access and the base roster, um, which are Amaterasu, Hercules Soul, and King Arthur. King Arthur only available after you do the tutorial. And it also comes with 1,200 runes, which are the freemium currency that lets you buy, you know, the freemium stuff. Nice. 
Um, if you are considering buying this game, by the way, I do have a store. And if you go to nexus.gg slash sovereign said, or use code sovereign by checking out at Epic, you can support me too. So if you want to, you know, spend money on this game, doing whatever, you should do it through me because, hey, self plugs. Self plugs. And also, I just appreciate you in general. So you oh, don't have to do that. I, I messed up. <laughs> I guess I messed up the, the URL. Oh, wow. Rip. So sorry. <laughs> well, we'll get, we'll get him next time. Um, I'm going to do one. I just remembered as we're talking that I actually played uh, a, another game. Oh, it's actually without the Sid. That's why. Um, My bad. <laughs> ah, so Nexus GG, Nexus.gg slash Sovereign? Slash Sovereign, yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, so, so let's see. So I'll actually talk about the one I forgot to uh, mention before the show. So on uh, Sunday, I think, uh, Lizzie and I, my partner and I booted up the PlayStation and we wanted something to play together. Uh, we weren't sure what it was going to be because I would have been happy to watch her play Hogwarts Legacy, but I kind of wanted to do something. You know, I wanted to actively be doing something, but I didn't want to really care about it very much. So uh, we have the, um, well, we have Game Pass out there, but what do we, what do we play it on? Did I buy the game? No, no, here's what it was. We played Minecraft Dungeons because it was a PlayStation Plus free game a while back. So we have a bunch, actually. We have a bunch of two-player co-op games that are just from the free PlayStation things, which are great because Lizzie owns them. I never got them. I canceled my PlayStation Plus a while ago because I don't use it enough. So we hop in there. We play Minecraft Dungeons for the first time. It's basically a twin-stick shooter or whatever. You know, like a twin stick, uh, you know, it's like... Um, like Gauntlet? Like Gauntlet, exactly. Like the like new Gauntlet? Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or like Diablo or something. Yeah, so it's it's very simple. I mean, it's Minecraft. It's, you know, it, it caters to all ages. So in some ways, it was definitely more simple than I wished it had been. Um, there were lots of times where you go into a wide open area and there's clearly two paths. And one path is maybe the correct one. And then there's another one, and, and, you know, your game instincts tell you, you should go to the other side because maybe you'll find a treasure chest or some pots to break or something. Both of those things exist in the game, but so many times, it happened at least half a dozen times, we would go to over here to explore, and there's, like, an area there that you can explore with, like, some, you know, something cool there, like a, a visually cool, like a cliff, you know. But there's no gameplay reason to go over there. It's totally empty. There's nothing to bust open, no secrets to find. And that was pretty disappointing. That happened many times where I was like, okay, it seemed like there was supposed to be some hidden thing here and there's just nothing. We walked all the way over here and there's nothing here. So that happened a lot and that was kind of disappointing, um, which kind of highlighted that this game is meant to be simple above everything else. But um, we did have a good time playing the game. We essentially played the tutorial you get a few very very basic items uh before you get to like the quest hub kind of and in this quest hub you can immediately go to the tower which is a 22 floor tower that's just like what you would expect you know you go in you start with nothing it gets harder as you go and the further you go the better rewards you get so it's kind of like a daily challenge right so we go into this thing and we expected to get to floor four or five because we just started the game we only had like 20 minutes under our belt well, we went in there we won it we beat it on our first try uh we had a good time beating it on our first try but i definitely expected it to be harder i don't even know we got some cool rewards i guess but i don't 
Like, we unlocked some items, but I don't know where you're even able to use the item. Maybe we're using them and I forgot, but the game's not hard. Uh, we're only playing with two of us. It goes up to four uh, four players. But uh, even though I'm kind of ragging on the game a little bit, we really did have a good time, and it was a great low-commitment experience, especially for, like, I would recommend this to people who don't game a lot. Maybe you want to get your, like, family members or something to play with you, because like I said, it's up to four, four people, and you're all on the same shared screen. It's not split screen or anything. Um, but that's Minecraft Legends. Uh, I don't know how much else to say, but uh, we, when we did that tower, which was most of what we were playing, after every single level, you get the option to pick one of like six different rewards. So you can either pick up what, you know, the random stuff they give you, which has different rarities and stuff. It could be armor or a melee or bow weapon. Um, or you could say, I don't like any of these and my things. Axe. <laughs> and my axe. They have some pretty cool weapons in there, to be fair, and lots of cool abilities. Uh, amulets and utilities and all these things. Uh, or you can skip all that and get uh, an enchantment point, which you use to like basically spend, you, you buff whatever you already have. And a wonderful thing about that um, that I got to shout it out for is anytime you get rid of something that has buffs on it, you get all those points back. You can immediately spend them on your next item. So you're never like trying something out new and then wasting those valuable talent points. So I, uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, legends or dungeons? I mean, I think it's Minecraft dungeons, right? What's Minecraft legends? Is that the, uh, Benson, is that the, um, <laughs> telltale one? Maybe legends is legends is a story modish one. I legends is an RPG, but it's not a dungeon crawler. Yeah. You're talking about Minecraft dungeons. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. It's like isometric dungeon color. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah. exactly like what you'd expect. Uh, you know, Gauntlet. Um. Oh, the new one, uh, Minecraft Legends, is coming in April. Oh, okay. I'll have to keep that in mind. Uh, yeah. I mean, Minecraft is is good at making things accessible, but at the cost of it could you know it risks being overly simple, which I think Minecraft Dungeons is. But if that's not something that's gonna stop people in your household from enjoying it, go play it. It's just a nice, easy, low-commitment game. So, enjoyed that. Uh, and I've got another one, but I'll talk about it in a minute. Vilos, let's bounce over to you. Tell us what you've been playing. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, I should go to the doctor about this whole arm thing. Um, it's very bad. Uh, actually, it's not It's not very bad. It's Do you think they'll my amputate? My left arm, <laughs> to be honest, I kind of feel like it right now. Oh, um, no! My left arm is just not great, and it's it's just everything from from here up. It, it's just pain constant. So I'm still not playing games. I bought so many fucking games in the past week. It's ridiculous. But my thing here, my what what I've been playing in reality is actually the eShop, the Nintendo eShop. <laughs> um, that it's honestly what I put the most fucking time into. Oh my goodness, uh, Nintendo eShop, the the greatest gotcha of them all. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I uh, I picked up a lot of games, but I picked up um, a couple physicals because that's my thing. Uh, but because the 3DS is the 3DS eShop is gone in less than two weeks, March 27th. Just for anybody that still has a 3DS, smoke them while you got them. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I decided to to spend a lot of time on the eShop. I did find some stupid deals. Uh, for four dollars and technically, I think it was four forty. 
it could just be 450. Uh, you can actually get uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove for 450 on the on the 3DS. Is that game good? I know Shovel Knight. Four dollars and fifty cents. Shovel Knight Trevor, Treasure Trove is the entirety of Shovel Knight, as in like three or four. It's three, I think. Expansions. Um, the the what is it? The wow. the Torment one, the what King of Cards or whatever, and then something else. I don't remember the other ones. Um, but yeah, the the whole the whole of Shovel Knight for four dollars and fifty cents. So I was like, that yes, good. grab it. Um, and so. Oh, they're four, yeah. And and so I, I grabbed that, and I grabbed uh, the Phoenix Wright trilogy for two dollars, <laughs> which is stupid. Uh, thank you, Capcom. Uh, I already had the the Dual Destinies on 3DS um, digitally, so now I have like four or five of the Phoenix Wright games just ready for me to go all out and and go ape on. Um, but then I decided to see some of the more obscure stuff, and I found an article uh, on on the definition of obscure. I played this game called The Queen TV Dash Two. I uh, and let's get this up <laughs> on screen here. <laughs> the Queen TV Dash Two, and so I made a little Twitter video because I was so pissed, but also happy at the same time last night. Um, that I finally beat this game. It is a short game. Uh, I saw on how, how long to beat. It was supposed to be like two to three hours max. And guess what? It's a fucking hard game. It's simple as hell, but it's incredibly hard. Uh, as you can see here on the screen, you've got your, your dual screens, obviously. You've actually got three. Just It's just three mini games. Oh and my god. <laughs> this is the one... Die? This is the one game on 3DS that says fuck. It says it in audio and it says it on the screen. And it's the fucking best thing ever. I love it so much. This is definitely uh, like maxed out Vilo's bingo card. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> like not like nine of the 15 spaces or whatever is just fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As you can see, there's there's the three um there's the three things there. And so you that's how you choose your levels. Uh you have to unlock them first though. So the first level is a basic pong game so you're a square uh, that has a shield and you've got two little pongish shapes shapes uh running around the screen uh you can you can use the shield whenever but you have to survive for three entire minutes you get touched once it's done it's over you have man. To try again so uh, it's 132 that pops up on the screen <laughs> that's uh how many seconds you have to survive yeah, that's how many seconds you have to survive on each on each level. It changes, but the um, yeah, the second one. I mean, you survived probably like three seconds something. there. So that's you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah, this so, is a game where like someone just took the very rudimentary like principle of Undertale and just made that the game. Yeah. Uh, well, the cool thing is, and I don't know if you have audio on this right now, but um, I, do, I do not. But I can if you. Okay. Well, there, there's not much on this particular part, but uh, whenever you are choosing your levels there's a very distorted digital voice that's like uh uh this sucks um we're we're gonna be we're gonna be gone so soon because you guys decided to switch and it's literally uh, a discussion on the 3ds going away this came out uh 2021 or 2022 i think it was um it was shortly after the announcement that the shops were closing, though. Wait, what a weird <laughs> game! I didn't make it okay, for that so, reason. So this game says fuck every time you lose. 
And yeah. <laughs> there's just, while you're playing, the soundtrack of the game is just people talking about how the 3DS is going to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, 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 sorry. I, I led, I didn't lead with the best part. This game is two cents. Two cents? Well. Talk two about cents. burying the lead. <laughs> <laughs> so get you a digital $5 3DS card uh, or eShop card on, and put it on your Switch because that's like the only way to do this. Uh yeah. Uh, as long as as long as your account is is good, it's connected to your Nintendo Network ID, then you can you can still use a gift card, uh, or or a credit card or whatever, um, on your Switch to or your Nintendo coins because you know they expire. It's too much to, to Tegan's chagrin. <laughs> they do. That Not that true. I've ever brought it up many times. Okay, <laughs> I actually have the audio going now. So let's see. Okay, nice. Uh, let's see what this has. It's very distorted, so I don't remember what it sounds like on the phone. Video. What kind of elevator? Okay, yeah. okay. So the music is actually really tight. Uh, the voice is very distorted in real life. Well, wrecked. But yeah, the character the character that's talking to you is super pissed. Um, that, that the 3DS is no longer going to be a thing. It's just great, and it's literally the best two dollars or two cents that you can that you can buy. Like, period. Two cents, well spent. <laughs> you, you don't you don't get games for two cents. And there was there's another one. Um, I think it's called Love Hero that I wanted to get. Uh, that's a fifty cent game that is the prequel to this. There's three games that these developers made, but one of them's on the fucking Wii U, and I don't have one, and I'm not gonna. I'm going to do that. <laughs> no, now's the best time to shop for a Wii U, I think. <laughs> but right now is literally the last time in order to get one of these games. And it is a console exclusive. So I do have this digital console exclusive fucking 3DS game. That It's just it's just a great thing. What a funny. Tonight's cast, you're not going to be the only one. Because I'm about to spend my Nintendo coins on that game. <laughs> and it's going to be the new Flappy Bird. Once that shop closes, that my DS's price and value is just going to appreciate to the sky. So, <laughs> And the, the one thing, um, just an FYI, you can't use your coins on this particular uh, stuff. What? How are you um, supposed to afford it? <laughs> <laughs> you think I, a princess that oversees a giant realm and monarchy, has two cents? People mm -hmm. pay their taxes. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i will say again the game is fucking frustrating it's so frustrating sav like i'm good at pong ish games okay okay sav it's it's okay. purposely <laughs> so frustrating um, i mean i 110 percent at super meat boy so i think i'll be good it's a pro gamer you might be good uh the so the the final level there that was in that video uh you're shooting a, a a big bunny rabbit um and so it's you have charge shots you have to hit this thing it's probably a solid dozen times you have to charge your shot and the the two balls are uh, coming at you always right <coughs> um yeah always <laughs> um but the game will shake the screen and slow you down whenever the hell it wants to and I mean literally whenever it wants to. It's not like telegraphed. Um, there are some runs that you're just never destined to win. And it's mind-boggling. <laughs> um, 
But side note, if anybody does download this, uh, at the beginning, if you get to level three, once you complete level three, uh, there you officially finish the game, but there's like a couple secret things you can do. Um, once you Spoiler. do... <laughs> yeah. uh, I didn't do those things. I just read about them afterwards because I was clearly frustrated. Um, but when you're in that third mode, just a pro tip, you can actually hit that third level to start the load, press the A button to start charging your shot before the game has started, and you will actually have a shot immediately available. Wow. Oh, look at that. Take it to the yeah. bank. We got the strats. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise it's like seven seconds or something to, to charge it, and it just... You know, have we have we said out loud the name of this game? Uh, he did it at the very, very beginning of the description. It is the Queen yeah. TV-2. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look it up. If you have to, you can also buy it... Uh, you can technically buy it online um, through the Nintendo eShop on desktop if you absolutely have to. Um, Wait, we can shop online on the desktop? Yeah. How have I not? I mean, I maybe I just assumed that Nintendo, with their online infrastructure, would not have that ability to do Dude, that. Dude, I figured if, if, like, the, <laughs> if the eShop was bad on the Switch, that it would also be bad on, you know, a computer. But, uh, again, if you have, uh, again, if you have linked your Nintendo Network ID with what's on your your switch profile stuff and you sign in on desktop yeah you can do it and there will just be a button that says direct download and boom right there real quick um and while uh, you're on there you know buying that game uh you can also on your desktop go to nexus.gg slash stop no (laughs) (laughs) 25 dollars season pass yo Uh, yeah it's just the game is fine (laughs) Nerd said, I, "I hope you do. Uh, I hope you do find your 2DS because uh, they are totally worth it. Um, and the the big thing right now is that again, in just just under two weeks, 3DS is going away. The eShop is that is, and uh, you're not going to be able to get anything uh, anything there. So all the the physical prices are already going up for everything right now. The the one good thing from that is that the virtual console games, some of them are coming to the Nintendo Switch Online." Uh, roster so there's that um i haven't played Ooh. metroid fusion on switch yet but uh that's one of those that i'm gonna play this weekend for sure nice. speaking of metroid what they really need to do especially with like the whole prime trilogy coming out eventually or whatever give us prime hunters again please that game is so good and i want to shoot my friends yeah <laughs> that was possibly the worst control scheme to actually work really i don't know kidigarus uprising had a pretty good like I mean, it, what are, it what was the, really bad, but it worked really well. What do the Kidigarus games even look like? I've listened to the, one of the soundtracks and I like it, but I've never seen one second of gameplay from any Kidigarus game. The original I mean, ones are like side-scrolling platforming affairs. Um, yeah, do you, you remember just, what Joust looks like? What what looks like? Joust. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, Killer Queen. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Oh, well, hey. Um, but yeah, but then the new one is like a three D like advent i don't even know what to call it really i mean it's adventure obviously but like i don't know it's a lot of fun though it's adventure shooter well sometimes you're on rail sometimes you're not that pretty much answered my question as clearly as as one could hope uh you know <laughs> i mean it's a sakurai game so oh so you know it's good i know that uh hello kitty i know that uh metroid hunters um is like a first person deal right i think i remember it being that way my brother really well, my brother loves the Metroid games. 
so I remember watching over his shoulder, uh, watching him play Metroid Hunters, and he enjoyed it, but I, I never uh, watched it yeah. for very long. I mean, now start making your demands. People are buying, you know, people are really eating up the Metroid, uh, the Metroid Prime remake. So it's a good time to throw everything into the hat, see what they, you know, might actually run. I mean, they'll re-release Federation Force before they uh, get Prime Hunters back. But I mean, that that would be cool. I completely repressed that game. Oh my god. <laughs> Uh, it's it's been on a lot of lists on youtube the past couple weeks of being like oh you should get this game it's like dude nobody cared about the game when it came out why are you trying to get it now like right because everybody wants to play metroid rocket league i mean that's technically true i I would play it if i had it right now uh well that was uh the queen tv dash (laughs) two A normal game, probably the most obscure game we've ever talked about on this podcast. <laughs> Certainly in the running for it. Um, oh my gosh. Well, yeah, especially since it's from the 3DS. So when does that shop close? Next week? The 27th. The 27th. Uh, so the next two weeks. So yeah, get them, get them while, you, while the getting's good. Um, yeah, the 3DS and, and Wii U shop are both closed forever. So... Uh, try to see, you know, see if you can find two cent games. You know, see if you can find one that's a better value um, than that one. <laughs> There's definitely not one a better value for sure. I did see a couple that were like uh, 99 cents and less, but they're I mean, like there are free titles on there, right? Money. Yeah, but I've yeah. downloaded a couple free games that I wish I just didn't, you know. Yeah. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> like they, I was just like, oof! I thought this would at least have like mobile purchases or something, but the foundation of the game would be fun. No, it's just, you know, it's like uh, a lot of like baby's first video game, you know, (laughs) Um, someone was like, I made a game that technically is playable. Now I'm going to make something else. Uh, But anyway, uh, so I've got uh, the the last one here. So I played a brotato, a roguelike, um, that was gifted to me by Shanny Pack. I play that on Monday. Every Monday, uh, I play roguelikes and run-based games uh, here on our Twitch, twitch.tv slash show for anybody who's listening to the podcast in the future. Um, yeah, come check me out because uh, not all the stuff ends up uh, on other places on the internet because uh, we were talking about it before the stream. You know, sometimes I load up and I play one game for a while and it's great. And I'm like, boom, put it on YouTube. You know, we'll make millions of dollars. And then you do a follow-up uh, video, and you just get your ass kicked for, you know, the better part of three hours. And uh, doesn't make as good of a YouTube video. So so some of that stuff never <laughs> sees the light of day outside of Twitch. Um, but you can find me there every Monday. So this time it was Brotato. This is a game that uh, is in the vein of Vampire Survivors. I'm just going to throw the footage uh, straight up here. And... Uh, point stuff out as we go. So uh, you're looking right now at a screen that uh, you look at between every single round. You choose between some upgrades. This is our shop. And on the right side of the screen, you can see just a whole big mess of uh, stats. So all of those stats can um, be, you know, smart to use in a certain run or dumb. You should really focus on uh, trying to upgrade certain things. Uh, But here we go. This is a round start. Your character runs around. You can actually play the entire uh, actual gameplay segment that you're watching right now uh, without a mouse. It all aims by itself. There is a setting where you can turn on manual aiming, 
Um, but I did not use that. And when I mentioned that to, to Shanny Pack, who was uh, in chat there, he said that he has never played it um, on manual. He's only done automatic. Uh, it always points to the nearest enemy, which is often good, but definitely not always. There are certain times I wish I was shooting the small guys uh, when the big guys are around, uh, or vice versa. But you run around here, um, you know, just like Vampire Survivors, the, the big old indie hit from last year. Uh, uh, let's see. So you, you run around, you kill enemies, you collect experience and gold. So uh, when you level up, you get the option... Um, to pick something like increase my speed or my health regen, or maybe I want life drain, you know, life steal uh, for my attacks. Maybe I want to attack faster. There are a whole bunch of categories uh, that correspond to all of these stats on the side of the screen. In fact, as I was playing, as you can see in the video here, there is so much stuff on screen that I didn't even know where to put my camera. I tried moving it around a couple times because there's just so damn much information. The irony is that there's actually more information that exists that they don't show during this screen. They they don't show you those upgrades when you level up because uh, those are permanent buffs you get, but they you can't see them anywhere. Like, you can see the number difference on your stats, but there's no way for you to tell, like, oh, I, this stat is from this source, you know, which as someone who really likes info-based games, like Noida or Slay the Spire even, um, that have UIs that tell you every single little thing, this goes like 90% of the way there. Uh, it's only the last 10% that get me. So while it is a gripe, this game does, I think, a very good job of telling you exactly what is important, you know, what you're dealing with and stuff. Uh, but lots of different uh, weapon types, tons of upgrades. The more I played, uh, the more I unlocked to discover for later certain character types that, uh, you know, I picked up one. The, the character type is called Chonk, I think. It's, it's either Chonk or Chonky. And your character is very beefy. He gets extra buffs based on his maximum health. But uh, any speed buff you get just doesn't take any effect. Uh, any lifesteal or health regen you have doesn't take any effect. What I realized too late in that run is that um, you want to eat the food that spawns from enemies and from these trees that you can whack uh for, for these berries, these fruit to fall. And so you eat that fruit to heal. Well, I didn't realize that till late, uh, too late. So I ended up building my character all wrong. Had a good time, but I mean, I was not gonna succeed. It wasn't gonna happen. Um, but there is clearly a huge amount of stuff to check out in this game. Um, in the context of these roguelikes, you know, people have told me to check out uh, Dead Cells a lot. I've played Dead Cells and I like it. You're not going to see it on my stream anytime soon, but um, I like it. I was overwhelmed by the amount of stuff in it, because uh, also Dead Cells is pretty intense. You know, it's like with Spelunky. You know, I can play Spelunky and not care and have a good time, but if I really want to get the most out of that, I need to, you know, I need to be sitting up. You know, I need to be paying attention. Um, so Dead Cells is a little, a little more intense for me. So that depth of the game is almost stuck behind this challenge barrier. Not that I couldn't do it, but I you know, it's a big time investment to really get good at that. So this, even though that was the end of my run, um, this is a little lower commitment. It's a little, you know, it's got this nice, uh, it puts me into this nice zen state I talked about on the show that uh, that Wilmot's Warehouse gets me in, which is a very, very different game. But the idea is that it gets you into this flow where, like, once you know what you're doing, the game almost plays itself, which it's is a so good, good thing. 
Uh, yeah, Wilmot's Warehouse is great. And I've been thinking about it a lot. And after talking about it, I think I'm going to load it up again soon. Uh, yeah, probably in the next... Well, soon. Um, but yeah, it, it puts me in this little Zen state. Uh, so Brotato, I don't even know how much it is. It couldn't be more than $15. Um, but I, like I said, I was gifted the game by, by Shiny Pack. And um, really enjoyed it. Low commitment, roguelike, relaxing, even though, you know, it's a bullet hell, basically. <laughs> And so it's a five dollar game, by the way. Oh, five yeah. dollars, oh, and it's actually on sale for twenty percent off for okay. three ninety nine. Brotato. So I mean, you weren't wrong. <laughs> um, that surprises me. This to me, this is a fifteen dollar game. Like five dollars is, you know, go buy, go support this developer. The game's fun. The game's quality. Uh, you know, a couple minor gripes here, here and there and stuff, but like the core foundation, you know, the, all these items that you find of different rarities and stuff, they're really interesting. And, um, yeah, it's just this fine line of, of simple, interesting, and somehow relaxing despite like hundreds and hundreds of enemies just running at you <laughs> full speed. Um, big fan. So thanks again to Shani for, uh, sending that my way. That is Brotato, spelled just like it sounds. Uh, go check it out on Steam. I don't even know what it's available on. I'll, uh, if any of you guys got it pulled up, but uh, really like that one. So go check it out. Um, yeah, we'll we'll put that in the regular rotation for Monday until we beat it with one of the characters. There are like there are like thirty characters. There have to be at least thirty characters um, to unlock, and they're all like really different. Um, I mean, a few of them can be similar, but some of them play very strangely. And they really want you to act like, act like it's a puzzle. Uh, like with the Chonky guy, I didn't realize till way too far in that I was like, oh, these two modes of healing are bad. Um, and I thought I just had to deal with that. But no, it wants me to skip those altogether and focus on the fruit, this third way that I can heal. Um, you know, so now that I know that, when I load the game up next, I'll probably play that big Chonky boy, uh, the big beefy, beefy boy. And... Uh, you know, give it another real shot. Because, uh, you know, just like a lot of these roguelikes, when I jump in for the first time, I'm really not playing to win. I'm just playing to see as much as I can. You know, discover as much as I possibly can since the game has so fucking much stuff to discover. It's uh, not quite overwhelming, but impressive. It's really cool. So, And it's still in early access, so... Oh, it is? Well, <laughs> yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> in early access for six months it looks like for so six, that's man, awesome all the more reason go support it uh yeah good stuff really happy i spent time with them okay well that's what we've been playing uh let's see we had sav kick it off with divine knockout uh i talked about minecraft dungeons vilas talked about the queen tv 2 <laughs> good luck finding that one on the store before it's gone two cents everybody <laughs> uh and then uh I followed that up with uh, Brotato. So um, four games. Actually, that's that's fewer games than the three of us have talked about in a while. So yeah, go get them. Hopefully one of those uh, captured your interest. We still have a widespread there, uh, despite the the few you know the low number of games. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead. So um, tonight we are going to play Exoprimal's Open Beta. Uh, Vilos has played this, uh, <laughs> has played this, uh, in an earlier version, um, a while ago, I think, I think four months ago, uh, because famously, I'm just going to mention this, it's heartbreaking, but funny, um, Vilos recorded footage of the Exoprimal, Exoprimal Alpha, question mark, 
And uh, it was while we were doing our Extra Life like marathon. But uh, Vilas was tuned in, helping us out, chilling on Discord uh, while he was playing this and recording his own footage. Well, we didn't realize until the footage was all played out that um, it had captured all of the Extra Life Discord audio, making the video unusable. I mean, there's video in there, but but the audio just, uh, you know. So we're all excited to go back in and uh, experience it. Um, so Exoprimal is a is a game where you're in mech suits, you know, and you've got like different classes and stuff, and you fight hordes of dinosaurs. So uh, we wanted to do a short and sweet party topic uh, for tonight so we could get to the game. Vilo suggested uh, talking about our favorite dinosaurs in video games. So there's a, there's a goofy, silly little topic. And if any of you guys, yeah, literally hordes of dinosaurs, uh, if any of you guys have a favorite dinosaur, please, please let us know. I would love to hear. Uh, yeah, no one asks you that anymore. Like, video game or otherwise, nobody, like, once you reach a certain age, nobody ever asks you what your favorite dinosaur is anymore. Just saying, like, right. what's the deal with that? You know, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. So let us know uh, it, here in chat or on any of the socials. Uh, what's, when we say video game dinosaur, what pops out to you? Even if it's something obscure. Uh, let's see. You know, I'll start, I'll start with the first thing that came to my mind when we talked about this. Back when I played World of Warcraft back in uh, Vanilla WoW, um, you know, where the level cap was, was 60. One of the in-game zones is uh, a, a place called Ungoro Crater, which I found out years and years later is based off of, uh, I think it's called Ungoro Goro Crater, which is a real place uh, near Tanzania. Um, I'll look that up, but that's a real place. And I had, I, you know, didn't know. And the whole point of the zone is there's a huge crater uh, that has like dinosaurs and stuff in it. Like you basically walk straight into prehistoric times. Uh, and so it's, it's high level and, you know, it was like level 55 or something in the game. So it's, it's near the end. So you've spent, you know, most of this game exploring the world and you got pretty, you know, you generally know what to expect and stuff. But then you get to this zone, and it was the first zone in the entire game that I ever experienced where there are basically world bosses. So you walk in, and, uh, you know, yeah, you see other enemies that are, like, as big as you. And, of course, like, you're in this crater, and the trees that are around you are, like, titanic. I mean, they're a hundred times taller than your character, you know. Um, but walking around this this huge zone are all of these devil sores, these huge T-Rexes that um, they, they're so big. Like part of the problem is you won't even see them. They won't even load into your game, into your vision until it's almost too late. So if you're just like out in the open, um, your screen would start shaking and you know, you're killing, you're collecting quest items and you're killing little dinosaurs and stuff. And then go chunk, go chunk, go chunk. The next thing you know, you look behind you and there's a little 55 elite massive. I mean, like 20 times your size, you know, a huge T-Rex. And if you don't have pals, uh, you know, and even if you're max level, you probably got to hightail the fuck out of there. Like it was terrifying and funny because it would just sneak up on you so fast that like, you know, it, it was just a, uh, May as well have been called the humble sore because it's going to put you in your place real quick. Um, so I think about that a lot. That was just like such a cool way for the game to throw something new at me. When, you know, I'm almost max level in the game. I pretty much know what to expect. But, you know, everybody's got a plan until a 20 foot or, you know, I had a 50 foot dinosaur shows up um, and starts roaring at you. But 
that's my favorite. That was in Vanilla WoW. They did some other stuff later in the game that was similar to that, but uh, that memory always stuck with me, thinking I was hot shit, and then uh, then I wasn't, you know? <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Sa, for putting that in there. Yeah, chat, uh, let us know your favorite video game dinosaurs. Uh, who's next? Who, which one are you? I, I tell you what, Sav, you mentioned that uh, you were thinking about your favorite dinosaurs, that that tied into uh, this discussion. So I want to know both of those, favorite video game and real-life dinosaur. What you got? Yeah. So um, my favorite Venusaur, or my favorite dinosaur is All Venusaur. right, spoiler. <laughs> All right. And spoiler Vilos. is Venusaur. Even though um, <laughs> Venusaur is technically a toad, but, I mean, it's got sore in there, so there's definitely some, like, it Jurassic counts. influence. It counts. It counts. I mean, you know? yeah. You know, I guess I didn't really realize until this moment that uh, Venusaur is a toad. I always thought it was a reptile. Yeah. It looked like it to me, so it counts. It counts. It, like, a lot of people didn't realize that it was until, I think, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee came out, because that's when you could have one follow you around, and the way that it moves is so adorable. <laughs> it just, like, hops everywhere like a toad, and it's so cute. And then people were just like, is Venusaur a toad? And then like it's the internet, like in all of a tizzy and everything. So wow. I love me some Venusaur. Why, um, why are there not Venusaur? It's Wednesday, my dudes memes. That's what I'm saying. Because, uh, well, uh, you know what? I was about to say because of the, the whole like flat fuck thing, but that's an alligator, not a toad. And then that's for alligator. So um, uh, excuse me. You're going to have to back this up a second. The, flat Fuck Fridays, like, like it's with the the crocodile. It's like this big yeah. old flat crocodile that's just like chilling on the ground. Are you and... not, No, I really don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I guess that would be kind of awkward for someone who didn't. Yeah, flat. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <laughs> but yeah, there, there you go. I guess um... that's something I gotta look up after the show. We'll do that. <laughs> yeah, the after Vespers stream. The after Vespers. Uh, but no, I like Venusaur. I mean, that's my favorite starter of all time. I mean, I love me some Bulbasaur. And Venusaur is my favorite, like, you know, final evolution of that. But then Archaeops is my favorite video game dinosaur. And it's based on my favorite real-life dinosaur, which is the Archaeopteryx. You made that up. I didn't. So Pokemon the Archaeopteryx is like this, this like, rainbow-feathered, like, aerial, like, pterosaur, I guess you could call it. And... It is just, it's so beautiful. The first time I actually discovered it was in Animal Crossing, of all things, because Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing teaches me everything. I know about so many patterns and, and different fabric types and all this, like, biological nature about, like, fish and bugs and stuff because of Animal Crossing. It's surprisingly educational. So one of the fossils that you can find in Animal Crossing is the Archaeopteryx. And I was just like, the first time I saw that word, I was like, just like you, Tekken, that's made up. That's not real. They made that up for this game. And so I Googled it because, uh, like, you know, we have the internet. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this is so cool. Oh, it's, this is like awesome. uh, the the fossil that shows up on Google is like the fossil when you think of a bird dinosaur. It's, yeah. It's like the one, the really famous one. It literally is one that changed the entire outlook of, of uh, feathers and dinosaurs. Yeah, let's uh, let's get this this bad boy on screen. Yeah, so that's that's the rainbow dino you know the uh the rainbow color didn't come come through very well in the uh <laughs> stone there but uh you know we got to believe you know isn't it cool since since we're on this and uh now i'm gonna get off topic immediately isn't it cool that we can figure out um the colors of dinosaurs through fossils like the science of that is so cool to me 
that you're just like, I don't know, I see some shapes and stuff, but through that we can be like, oh, these were actually red scales or red feathers. Science is dope. Uh, that's yes. the technology is amazing. Technology <laughs> Speaking of Pokemon, that's wonderful. <laughs> the Archaeopteryx is spelled A R C H A E, normal. O P T E R Y X. You gotta love. You gotta love a uh, a dinosaur that its its last two letters are Y X. You know. I mean, the last letter in my name is X. So, but I mean, go figure. My favorite dinosaur would be the one that like changes the course of science and history, and also has the flashiest name. So. <laughs> The flashiest name, flashiest colors. I mean, Sav, it suits you, you know? Yeah. But the thing about, um, back to video game dinosaurs, is that um, in black and white, they introduced um, a line that was Archen and Archaeops. And it was just, it was so cool because I was like, nobody's ever going to know what this dinosaur is. And then, I mean, all, Animal Crossing is kind of niche, you know? So I didn't expect people to learn about it from that. And then here comes Pokemon with all of its mainstream you know, zeitgeist. By the way, this exists. And I was so happy. And I had one on all of my playthroughs um, of black and white because it's just, I needed it. I needed it. And its ability is so great. It's called Defeatist, which I mean, given given the way I just talked it up, doesn't sound like a good ability. <laughs> no, it sounds great. Um, just give up, you know? Give up, give up. But no, at half health, it actually loses um, half of its attack power. But um, it's balanced out by the fact that it has a crazy attack power. And... With the move Acrobatics, if you don't give it an item, that attack power is doubled even more. So this Pokemon Acrobatics just... is in nature? Uh, acrobatics is, a, is an attack. Acrobatics is an attack. Okay. Yeah. So by uh, like by definition of the attack, it is it, if you give it a hold item, it's attack. Or if it's not holding a, a hold item when using this move, this move's base power is doubled. Something like that. Um, so it ran rampant across like competitive meta like early on for a really long time, but then it has an unfortunate top typing of, you know, rock flying, which is weak to a lot of offensively prominent moves in the meta. So eventually people worked around it, but for a while it had a really good run. Um, and that's why I also like Venusaur because it today, today continues to be like the most prominent, like starter to be in like high meta Pokemon competition. Um, like, it was it was so good in Gen One, and we already talked uh, earlier in the past about how Toxic and Leech Seed worked out on the same counter. But then um, it's been in high high tier like OU ever since then, and it only needed one form to do it. Not gonna point any point any names or anything. It's it's cool. Charizard set. <laughs> wow. Charizard's uh, like the closest to the actual dinosaur, but. You know, we are we are not Charizard stands in this community. Well, I South mean, not. No. Is Charizard <laughs> no. even a real reptile? I mean, we don't even know because it's not even Dragon type. So I mean, you know, it's cool. Rip. And it will <laughs> never be Dragon type, no matter how many forms it gets in. Uh, Benson in chat. I, I brought up I this uh, this Primal Rage <laughs> Armadon that Benson had mentioned. Um, Ooh, it's pretty cool looking. Um, yeah, I'd fight with that thing. Yeah, check that out. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Catch me outside. How about that? How about that? Uh, yeah, I I really like the uh, the uh, Triceratops. So this is like you know, Triceratops cousin up in here, sand on two legs. Uh, the Uniceratops. Benson says that is not a good photo. So this is good. We're doing well. Um, ten for ten. 
Or it's like, yeah, what if that just doesn't look anything like the thing? You're about? <laughs> it's not at all the same dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Loch, uh, not the Loch Ness monster, but um, what's it called, the plesiosaur. And it's like, yeah, the ankylosaur is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my runner-up dinos, though, for video game dinos are Bowser, because, I mean, obviously, hello. Um, do, do, listeners, do y'all know who I am by now? Like, <laughs> And then um, Boshi from Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, who is Yoshi's rival, canonically. And he wears cool-ass sunglasses. That's how you know he's evil. <laughs> I'm just going to go to you, too. <laughs> just like real life. Just like real life. Yeah, Benson, I'm trying to find a, a better picture here. I tell you what, the Google image results for Armadon Primal Rage sure give a very wide variety of results. I have no idea what this thing looks like in the game. Mm-hmm, right, let's see you Googling furiously over there. Like, what kind of art are you talking about like, here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep your filters on. Keep your filters on. Keep your filters on. <laughs> Listen, the fucking deviant art like, made its first tab. I'm like, no, don't, don't go there. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> Yeah, I do some... want to say while we're on this, um, I'm really disappointed y'all didn't wear anything reptilian or dino-tastic or anything like that. I'm over here um, in like my Ninja Turtles garb. I got a Reptar shirt on. Like, I'm prepared. Wow. Reptar. I'm, I'm full of regrets, Dov. You better be. Just like the dinosaurs, so that counts. You know. Um, yeah, I don't think I own a single piece of dino-related gear or anything, now that I'm thinking about it. I gotta step up my game, you know? Actually, this shirt and this hoodie are 10 years old. Maybe I should actually go shopping. <laughs> wow, ancient. I did watch 65 a few days ago, so... Oh, and that was a I... strong 5.5 out of 10, right? It was a strong 5.5. Uh, uh, yeah, unfortunate. See, yeah, it seemed like a really good, uh, good movie. Um, but, you know, how topical, though, that that would come out when Exoprimal's in here. Our, our dinosaur... Uh, you know, our dinosaurs, laser... the new Norse. Yeah, laser dinosaurs, the new Norse, <laughs> the new zombies. Um, you even had Primal Rage action figures. Okay, well, I see Primal Rage action figures on here. Those are the things I understand the most. <laughs> but Violas, do you agree? Are you looking this up? I'm like, I... there are thirty I different saw, versions. Like, they, yes and no. I mean, most of them are. Most of them I see are the toy, and they're the the tiger striped yellow thing. Yeah. Here's here's a really great picture, everybody. Yeah, which Let me picture, just put which this picture? Out. I, I just googled Primal Rage Armadon, and it's like the first thing that pops up is Armadon's model in Primal Rage. So I'm not really sure. You know. I mean, apparently it inspired a whole lot of art, like a lot, a lot. Indeed, indeed. Oh, this is a really cool like '90s magazine clipping. I miss those advertisements. The ones that are, like, in your face for no reason, like, super-duper, quote-unquote, edgy and grody. Like, wow. <laughs> the toy itself is really cool, though. The toy looks really badass. Um, Spikes will yeah. come out and the tail shoots off? Okay, well, that's legendary right there. <laughs> that's a Ooh, great Honorable answer. mention to um, freaking Riptor from Killer Instinct, by the way, who is a female dinosaur. Nobody knows that. Wow. You know, really uh, tearing apart the page. Patriarchosaurus. Vilas, can you edit that out for me? Uh, we're gonna <laughs> oh, it's staying in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Moving so, on. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got the Devil Swords. We've got the, the Archaea. Uh, oh, gosh. Sav, what's it called? Ar Archaeopteryx. Archaeopteryx. Oh, I, I, I want him to get there. You know? <laughs> it, it sounds so much better when you guys so, say it. Uh, and, uh, Vilas, what does that leave you with? What's your, uh, 
primo dino. <sighs> okay, so it favorite dinosaur like outside of video games is has always been tough for me. I, I never stick with the same one. But uh, thinking about this really got me thinking about my early days in gaming. And uh, like when I was eight was when I was first really getting into PCs, which is really funny because I'm I am not at all a PC master race person. What? You guys know this. And but you were you just showed us I've the hit 3DS forever. game, the Queen <laughs> TV 2 on your definitely personal computer. That's that's right. Um, and so I, I like was looking back on it and I remembered that one of my favorite things on PC way back, like somewhere between 93 and 95, uh, was 3D Dinosaur Adventure. And I have this little YouTube clip here. Uh, and what I remember most about it was that this was a game that uh, you just got to fuck around in this museum. That was it. It it was the, the classic 3D hallway style video game, but it was an educational game. And uh, there there was a little like actual combat-ish segment that you could play, like a little mini game, but most of it was just running around these hallways. Oh, dude. And... Oh, I played the crap out of this game. You played it, yeah. Oh, dude. Like, it was very early, like, very early PC tech demo sort of stuff, but it was very good, and it was narrated and shit. And I remember always seeing the Deinonychus in this game, and just the way that the the narrator said it always got me. I'm like, what the fuck is a Deinonychus? And um, it was one of the many things that helped me learn about dinosaurs. And I was fucking crazy about dinosaurs, uh, hey, dinosaurs back are then. Cool. And, you know, they are still one of my favorite things. I just don't keep track of things as much anymore. Um, I could still probably name 200 dinosaurs, but we're not going to do that on stream. Is that is that a challenge? <laughs> Is that maybe one? It's, maybe it's, one, a, it's another extra life stretch goal. Yeah. Stretch yes. goal. <laughs> uh, and Benson says there was a dino racing sim in there too. I I don't remember that part, but I I remember it just being such an experience. Like you could do so many things. Yeah, if you scrub through there, you'll see uh, a Did ton I of stuff. Like th maybe there I was a different game, but it's what you're describing. I like. I remember running around. It, maybe it yeah, wasn't so there's this game. Almost a dozen different mini games. Oh my gosh. Game. Okay, I do remember this game. Wow. Right? And so like I'm gonna end up watching this whole fucking video later because <laughs> But it was so cool, right? Like and you learn all the names of these things so quickly. <laughs> Comet impact in sixteen hundred seconds. Like, come on. Hello? There's a timer that you that you have so you're not playing it too long. Like everything about this game was so cool. Uh, and it's it's quintessential '90s. I mean, look at the the animation. It's so doomy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the scorpions. <laughs> like, oh, scorpions are prehistoric creatures. Did you know that? Like, come on, yes. Um, wow, kid, kid stuff right there. <laughs> but it was so cool back then, and yeah, the fucking trilobites and uh, all the classic critters that are still around. Like, Could you name, they're like, so lifelike. <laughs> yeah the fidelity of this game is amazing oh look at that palm tree it looks pretty relaxing over there <laughs> wow looks almost as good as pokemon violet the like fisheye lens when you move forward is uh disorienting right well, uh, it, it's such a classic thing though and i I'll i do think that the <laughs> i do think that the comet can actually impact uh 
I wish I had direct control of the game right now, but I mean, I would I say that the comment had a pretty big impact on the game. Wow. Wow. It did. <laughs> but yeah, that that was that was one of my favorite experiences as a kid. I mean, I could have gone anywhere. I could have said, you know, Star Fox Adventures, the the fucking annoying triceratops that was in there. Uh that was your your best friend. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, about sure, cuz that was the character you were paying attention to. I mean, I mean, you're you right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, but you know, we're we're not gonna get into Crystal, all right? No, um, you're not gonna <laughs> <laughs> We're vicious. <laughs> um but there were so many there were so many great things in the nineties that, that I was thinking about and I was just like, man, I can't make a decision, but I went with that one. Uh, cause you know, Turok obviously was a pretty good time way back when uh, I feel like dinosaurs just haven't had their heyday like they need to uh, nowadays. And that's why Exo Prime was like such a thing for me. I can't wait to play more of it. Just yeah. Like, dinosaur games really used to be popular, but now they're pretty extinct. Yeah. I mean, that's the most obvious joke you can make. <laughs> hey, there's, but... there's no fruit too low for me, baby. <laughs> Except um, apparently rotato. Rotato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's I mean good. in, in Exo Primal you have moments where you can be a fucking dinosaur and that's just tight. And I wish we had a million more games. Oh, there are uh, dinosaurs in Dauntless. Um cool Dauntless couple is, cool uh, screen grabs really in good here. Hunter. Lego Jurassic Land, there was a Jurassic Park DLC for Minecraft. Ark Survival, of course. Ark is like the modern game for dinosaurs that I think of. Uh, Benson even mentioned it above in chat. But they're like technologically advanced dinosaurs that you ride on and stuff. So like a mounted dinosaur is way less. I mean, nobody got mad at that, that aesthetic for Horizon Zero Dawn. So. I mean, I'm not going to be mad at Horizon, but those aren't dinosaur dinosaurs either, you know? Yeah. Uh, what else is on here? Um, yeah, I, I need to find this dinosaur museum game that i was thinking of that's different than the one that you described um because you like run around a museum like i don't know if if that game that that we were looking at is from like i don't know it says a, it's a 1993 then the yeah, one that i played is probably it was, like 98 maybe based on the graphics probably and yeah i don't think i'm gonna find it on this uh this list here from game ranks uh game ranks there are a bunch of there. Uh, let's see. Monster Hunter World has a bunch of dinos, of course, you know, uh, chopping up their tails and stuff. Monster Hunter Rise. I, mean, I, I, I would, like, with the whole Monster Hunter sort of things, like, I, I would classify a few things in Lost Planet as dinosaurs, probably, but alien dinosaurs at the same time. There's, yeah, there's uh, just not enough, though. The number one dinosaur game on this list of 20 games is Yoshi's Crafted World. So. Oh. Cool. Honestly, the list was pretty good, and I got to number one, and I'm like, wait a minute, who sponsored this? I mean, this? Yoshi identifies as a dinosaur. Like, that's that's what it is. Hey, I'm not point. arguing that Yoshi's I'm not, not really a dinosaur. sure, because, mm. like, people think that it's, like, Yoshi the dinosaur, but, like, it's Yoshi T. Munchie Koopas. So, like, that's not a dinosaur. He a Koopa. The only time he was a dinosaur was actually in the Super Mario Bros. movie. I'm sorry, the was... what? We don't talk about that. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Yeah, we're Bowserless. Yeah, it's like an actual dinosaur. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, yeah. Oh. 
old, old school uh, movie CGI or like not CGI, you know, like props and stuff was uh, like practical effects. Yeah, yeah, practical effects is real hoot. You know, um, they 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 were good, but uh, you couldn't have very many of them on screen. They didn't scale very well. Is this thing on? Am I muted? Taking <laughs> <laughs> Tegan out of one hour and 29 minutes of the vodcast. <laughs> I'll see you guys For later. the week. <laughs> uh, you know, we really do need a pun counter. I'll just, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get just, it. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get Odie on that. Our, our most faithful and fastidious mod. <laughs> our fastidious mod. Uh, and hey, actually, since we brought up Odysseus, because he has been such a good mod for so long, I want to shout him out again. Oh, I, I should end my joke and put myself back on screen. Um, you should all follow uh, Odysseus on his channel, twitch.tv slash OdysseusNSJ. Uh, turns out, um, the more that I see Odysseus um, raid people, thank you for the shout out, raid people on Twitch, the more that I realize, boy, most people have never read the Odyssey. Because... So almost everyone. It's very rare that someone knows how to pronounce his name. Um, I'm not saying that like everybody needs to know a lot of mythology, but like the Odyssey is like the one ancient story that that you should know. I don't know. Read a book. <laughs> it's just it's just funny to hear how people struggle to say his name in so many ways. Anyway, we love Odysseus. He's streaming every day uh, here in the month of March. Um, go 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 check him out. He's uh, one of the reasons that our community is as friendly as it is. He's uh, put in put in the time. So, uh, anyway, I think that's it for our uh, Dino discussion, maybe, because we can keep talking about it while we game stream, unless anybody's got right. any little tidbits, you know? Um, uh, but, chat, you've dropped some good uh, suggestions in there. Jerp saying that uh, in Monster Hunter, um, let's see, let me read this verbatim. I mean, everything in Monster Hunter. What about um, Golden Axe? Do y'all remember those, riding those around and breathing fire on people? Uh, I never played Golden Axe. Apparently played Jacuse. Golden Axe. Yeah. I can't believe you would jacuzzi me of that. Such a thing. Um, okay. Uh, but uh, but Jerp said that in Monster Hunter, uh, everything is a wyvern, which is dinosaur-ish. This is fair. If those scorpions were, uh, you know, ancient, then a wyvern with a scorpion tail is definitely uh, a qualifier. I don't know, because I have the Dragonology book, you know, the one from Yore, and um, those are in there. So I don't think that that counts as a dinosaur. I think they're dragons. <laughs> well, the, the in, you know, the uh, timeless debate continues, you know. <laughs> Wait, is that a pun? Hey, yes, it is. So with that, we <laughs> will wrap up our party topic. We're going to wrap up the uh, the show here. Um, so we got the game stream coming up. We got Exo Primal, uh, which we're really looking forward to. Um, but we're here every Thursday. You can find uh, you can find us live here on Thursday nights. You can find me on Monday nights uh, live. You can find this podcast on our YouTube channel, uh, Party Invite Show, and you can find all of our links to everything, including our wonderful Discord, our Twitter, and our active Facebook group uh, through our website, which is PartyInvite.Games. Uh, what else do we know? Is there anything? Uh, to shout out. Uh, we're going to put together... I, Asav, I told you I would follow up on this, and I forgot to do it, but last week you talked about Leap, the game uh, that's in early access, pretty poorly optimized, but looks fun. Um, you said it was on sale. I don't know if it is now, uh, but the game is full price at $30. I'm certainly interested enough to pick it up. If you're someone who would be interested in hopping on that train, uh, I'll drop a link here in chat. Uh, but just look up the... I mean the game is called leap l-e-a-p uh yep. 
And it's like on that. Steam right now for uh, $20.99, $20.99. Um, that is on sale for, for 30% off. Um, it is still early access, but then at the end of whatever that promotion is, it's going to be up to $29.99. Um, I think it's a good price, you know, um, for what it is right now. And it's only going to get better. It is an early access game. So you do have to put up with some some stuff. Um, but hey, you know, if you got a machine that can run it, you you are in good hands. That's yeah. a, good, it's a fun game. It's a fun time. And like so many of the games that we play, uh, like even somebody was asking um, Barrow Trauma, a game we've played in our, our community. You're in a submarine. It's a survival game. Uh, plenty of jank on it. It just hit 1.0 this week. And, and someone asked... Hey, I'm only playing by myself. Is it worth it? Honestly, the answer is no. And for a few games that that we all play together, I would say the answer really is no. Like Unrailed is a game I like. I wouldn't play that single player. But if you have a crew, totally worth it. So we want to provide that crew for you. If uh, you know, if we're playing games that uh, are really best to be played with the community, we want to provide that. Um, even if you've never jumped in our Discord before. So uh, I'm enthusiastic about that. If Leap sounds like it's your speed, uh, you know, you can check last week's um, show to to really hear Sav talk about it. Um, but it's a, it's a shooter that has elements of Apex Legends, a little bit of Planet Side maybe, even some more Titanfall, even though Apex is in that realm. Um, yeah. Seems like a cool like game. The, the quickest way I would describe it is if Tribes Ascend and Titanfall had a baby. Yeah. So I'm going to pick it up. Uh, I want to put together a community night here soon. So if you're interested in that, uh, even if you just want to watch, uh, tune into our Discord, which is discord.gg slash show, link in chat. Uh, the other game that I would uh, look forward to, even though we're playing Sons of the Forest on Fridays, and uh, I won't be streaming here on this channel, you can follow Odysseus's channel. He'll be streaming it um, each Friday night until we're done. We probably have two strong sessions plus some you know, base building sessions and stuff that I like to do. Um, but another game on the horizon is Chivalry 2. That game obviously came out uh, a couple years ago, if you're familiar with it. A couple years ago? Uh, maybe maybe one year ago? Eh, I don't know. Uh, a while ago at this point. Uh, but that is, once again, a game that's going to be best played with friends. Uh, you know, it, would it be fun on its own? Probably. But, uh, you know, that that's the game where you press whichever button to yell, and your character yells for, like, 15 seconds like it's the longest battle cry i've ever heard in any video game um we're gonna get that together chivalry uh chivalry 2 is one of the games where it's like you know sword and board you you know there's no magic or anything it's like a third person game i think it's either third or first person um you know it can only be two things so it's, it's gonna be one of those uh but you you know you and a zillion other people there are no npcs in this game um you all fight in medieval combat uh, to take over these castles and all this. You can use catapults and ballistas. You can throw the uh, medieval equivalent of Molotov cocktails and stuff like that. Uh, but it seems really fun. Um, that's a game you really need to play with people. So we're going to have a community night for that coming up uh, soon. So whether or not you own the game already, if you're interested, you know where to find us. Uh, so with that, unless any of you guys, unless the two of you have something I've forgotten, I think... That's going to be it for our show. I pretty much named all the socials, so I don't need to say them again. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, we'll take a short break. We'll be back with some Exo Primal. Bye. Bye.